Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring me through the screen here is someone that never thought this day would come, Daniel. Hello, hello. So today, we are talking the new released Zack Snyder Justice League. It happened, folks. It happened. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... We promise we won't talk about this as long as the movie is. Yeah. Either of them. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. Brand new beer on my end here. Oh, yeah. So, Little Beast Brewing Company. Dear Giant IPA. Nice. So poured into my ice cold glass right here which do, yeah you do that too don't you where you keep glasses in the freezer for your beer yeah every once in a while i usually well i usually i don't use them all the time but they're always in there yeah i usually take mine straight from the dishwasher and they go straight into the freezer but yeah mm, that's good that's really good actually what do you Very got on nice. your side i have a galaxy Trippin' stellar ipa Seasonal release from uh, Ninkasi, because I'm pretty sure it'll probably be, if it's seasonal, it should be going away pretty soon, but I really like it. So I decided to pick up another, like just a tall can before they might not be around. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Okay. Well. Dude, but maybe this summer we'll get made in the shade back. Oh, that'd be so nice. I hope so. That was one of my favorites that went away. Hey, motherfucker. I just thought about that. I'm like, where did that coaster go? I moved and I haven't seen it since. Oh man. Wait, is that the one I wanted? No. That's the one I got, isn't it? No, I got the main the shade one. You got like Tricera hops or something. Yeah, I got one of the I think it was Beeler got the one that I wanted. <sighs> I can't remember what it was now. It's probably Brick. Shadow said she found an unopened box. I'm like, I bet it's in there. <laughs> mm. Okay, so. Yeah, we'll do some brief movie news here. And yeah, I think we'll we'll skip anything else we saw this week because I think for both of us, it's just DC recapping. And we'll get straight into the Zack Snyder Justice League. And yeah, this will be an all-spoiler episode. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, pause and go watch. Do it. All right. So real quick, though, what kind of movie news is going on out there, Daniel? So what I got from movie news are like some more expected. Like we got a lot of delays, you know, like which everything's still getting delayed. But we got some more interesting announcements that uh, Disney finally caved. Finally. And after pushing this movie back a full year at this point. Yeah. But the Black Widow, well, actually they announced this two prong, but Black Widow and Cruella um disney is switching them to the day and date release in theaters and on disney plus with the premiere access so essentially 30 dollars to watch those okay All right. but i guess you also get to keep them as long as you have the disney plus subscription but essentially so yeah they'll be in theaters and on disney plus on the same day and for um for corella that's july 9th and for black widow or, I'm sorry, July 9th for Black Widow and the May 28th for Cruella. Well, fingers crossed some theaters are in here. Start opening. I know a couple have. Some of the big chains haven't yet, but a couple of the small ones have. So, yeah, fingers crossed we get to go see Black Widow in theaters. 
Yeah, it just seems so crazy that it hasn't come out yet. But I'm ready for it now. And yeah, now that I saw, you know, some new DC stuff, I'm ready for, you know, some new Marvel as well. Yeah. And uh, we also got in the same Disney wheelhouse, but Pixar's Luca will come directly to Disney Plus for free on June 18th. Oh, okay. So same as like Soul, which I kind of think is interesting that like the animated stuff or at least... Well, I don't know. Ryan the Last Dragon like was a premier access, but the next Pixar movie is free. But yeah, it's kind of strange. And I, yeah, I was already if that's in theaters, though, that's one I'll go see in theaters too. It looked really good. Yeah, I can't wait. Again, Pixar looks super lush. Um, but yeah, and then the other thing I have as far as movie news goes more to Warner Brothers, but Regal Cinemas is supposed to be reopening this week like over 500 theaters and the first movie that the first new movie they're going to have is godzilla versus kong and it'll be the first new movie showing since the reopening and apparently they regal and warner brothers struck a deal for their 2020 movie release slate or sorry their 2022 movie release slate because obviously 2021 movies uh not a lot of theaters are letting are publishing warner brothers movies just because they're going to be out on the same day on hbo max and theaters obviously aren't happy about that but well, regal apparently they made money up- is money isn't it i don't know yeah well i mean like but i guess they don't really want to take the risk of like losing that much money and licensing and shit just to show the movie people are going to watch it at home but apparently um thankfully top gun is paramount <laughs> which will be available on Paramount Plus 45 days after release. But uh, so they, I guess, negotiated for their 2022 release schedule with Warner Brothers. They came to the agreement that they will stop releasing stuff on HBO Max day and date, but they'll have to wait 45 days before putting it on a streaming platform or selling it on demand. Okay. Well, I mean, it's interesting times that we're in right now as far as just this business figuring itself out and, you know, moving forward in new directions. I mean, I still want to see big box office stuff. I mean, I love a big blockbuster. I mean, again, Kong versus Godzilla. I want to see that in theaters. I don't want to see that on my screen at home. I I wanted to see this Justice League movie. Granted, it was four hours. Be nice to have a little pause break, but, you know, I want to see stuff like this on the big screen. Yeah. No, I get that. I know Kong comes out this Wednesday. I'll probably be watching. I'm planning on watching. So wait, wait, it's this week it comes out, like tomorrow, Wednesday, or next Wednesday? Or I'm sorry, I think it's next Wednesday. Sorry. Okay, so a week from now. Okay, so we still got. So I think it's on like the 31st. Yeah, so that's Wednesday. Okay. So cool. yeah, I got like a few days, and I decided to actually, I decided to watch it as I'm gonna watch Kong Skull Island first. And then watch the Godzilla movies, just because I'm like, yeah, like technically they're like, I was watching them. like, oh, production or obviously is Godzilla was first, but I'm like, ah, I'll watch it in like a timeline because Godzilla takes place in like what the 70s or not Godzilla, King Kong, Kong Skull Island. Skull Island, yeah, I think so. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that one first because that was my favorite anyway. So I just want to watch it, and then watch the Godzilla movies in preparation for Godzilla versus King Kong. Heck yeah. Yeah, I might start that tonight, actually. If there's time, I'll even watch the original. The original 
King Kong. 1933? Ooh. Yeah. I think that's on HBO Max right now, too. I think so. I just, like, one of my, my nerd podcasts was covering King Kong. Uh, they did a part one, and they talked all about the original history of King Kong. They even got to the original King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've been uh, listening to a podcast the other day. They are talking Tron music, and I was like, oh, it'd be so much fun to go back and watch the original Tron. I'd rent out a theater to see that. It's so cool. What? Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Rent out a theater and have a double feature of both Trons? Yeah, and be like, yeah, you better put this in 3D. We'll play extra. Right? Oh, that'd be so cool. Watch the first one. 15-minute intermission. Go back. Watch the second one in 3D. I want to do that with both the Tron what movies would be cool to do that with. I would love to do that. A double feature rent a movie theater for the first two Terminators. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. The first two aliens. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, that'd be freaking sweet. All right. Well, anything else going on in movie news world? That is all I have for and the right big now. stuff. Well, I'm excited for yeah, some stuff to finally be hitting theaters hopefully again. I mean, just seeing Casablanca the other week in theaters was fun. Just to go see something in theaters. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on here, Daniel. And let's get into Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. Well, Daniel, it happened. I don't know if anyone sitting here thought it would ever happen, but it did happen. I mean, I had my doubts, but yeah, it happened. So Zack Snyder's Justice League has officially hit HBO Max. So if you are an HBO Max subscriber, check it out. Yeah, four hours long, only on HBO Max. Definitely was the selling point for HBO Max. Oh, for sure. So written by Chris Tarrio. Directed by Zack Snyder. Music by Thomas Holkenberg, a.k.a. Junkie XL. Starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, Amy Adams, Jeremy Irons, Willem Dafoe, Jesse Eisenberg, Diane Lane, J.K. Simmons, and Joe Morton. Quite the cast there. Yeah. And what is Zack Snyder Justice League? It's Zack Snyder's definitive cut of Justice League. So, I guess, Daniel, for you going in, were you excited for this to be released? Um, what kind of, what's your history of DC in general? Like, are you a big DC fan? Were you looking forward to this? Were you hoping that the uh, hashtag release the Schneider Cut was going to come true? Could you have cared less? What are kind of your thoughts going into this? Well, going into it, well, okay, I guess like when all of it started, like, I get like, yeah, like I like DC movies, obviously. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. I like DC properties. I don't necessarily like all their movies because a lot of the newer DC stuff I don't like, you know. And even rewatching Batman versus Superman still was not into that one that much. But, you know, but it's still an interesting situation. Like, honestly, like I've been, I think I've said it multiple times in the past and I'm just like the 2017 Justice League with such shit and i didn't believe anybody that thought like the snyder cut was gonna actually make it good much less watchable because i'm like no it's just people are like bitching and moaning because they hated what they got 
you know, and like, yeah, it sucks too, but you know, it is what it is. So it happened. The DCEU ended with Justice League, and now we're just kind of like, yeah, fucking whatever. But with all that said, like, once they announced it, I'm like, holy shit, it's actually happening. That's kind of crazy. I wasn't, I was, again, still held true to the, uh, uh, to the, just like the notion that I'm like, well, there's no way it's actually going to make it good. I don't give a shit how long it is. Shit's shit. (laughs) You know? And then, you know, but again, I mean, it went straight to HBO Max. It was a big fucking deal. There was no way we weren't watching the Snyder Cut for the podcast as soon as it came out. There's no way. Even if I'm not stoked for it. Did going back and recapping kind of get you a little excited for it? Yeah, I'd say that helped. Would you you rewatch Man of Steel? Did you do BVS? I did part of BVS, and I just was not into it. Did you at least fast forward to the last hour? That's when the action and everything is good. Yeah, the only version they had on HBO Max was the three-hour version, and that pissed me off. I'm like, I don't want to watch the three-hour version. I want to watch the two, two-and-a-half-hour version. But, you know, definitely the DC EU was definitely off, like, started off on uneven footing. But overall, like, you know, still like DC, you know, DC characters overall, you know, obviously fucking Batman's great, even though he's got a million movies, he's got one more coming out sometime soonish, you know, but again, I just wasn't like excited. I wasn't like that hardcore fan. just like, yes, the Snyder cut will be amazing or like literally campaigning for it. And, but what kind of blew me away? Cause like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, like two years ago, people like, I'm like, I thought Justice League maybe count like, two two years ago three years ago i guess but i'm like people have been campaigning for the snare i'm like yeah maybe for the past year or two but like rewatching justice league i'm like oh shit this came out in 2017 so this is like four years ago at this point yeah so people three. have been asking for this for probably three and a half years since pretty much since justice league flopped. yeah i think it was like fall time november so maybe it's been three and a half years ago i can't believe it's already been that long ago since that came out does not feel like it's been that long yeah so well i guess so you sat down you watched it were you pleasantly surprised you know i was i was pleasantly surprised i don't know if i want to give too much away right now like i i don't know i i was pleasantly surprised okay okay yeah i guess for me let's just face it the dc universe has been a little bit rocky they had a good idea of like hey look what marvel's done you know they've set up their characters in individual films and they came together for their avenger movie team up and we could do that we, we have the you know justice league and everything like that we could do that but everything has just been rushed i mean man of steel was a great movie bvs was not that great and then wonder woman was really good and then that Justice League movie that came out in 2017, I thought was just garbage. Everything felt rushed because you introduced, what, three new characters in that? Three new superheroes? Yeah, I mean, like, in Batman versus Superman, we already have Superman, sure, but they still introduce, well, Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, we have to be introduced to this universe as Batman. Yeah. And it's just Wonder like, Woman. And, you know, that's I guess that's really still like a sticking point for me about all these movies is well yes like the four hour cut of 
Justice League helped the character, fleshed the characters out way, way, way better. Like these were actually fully formed characters by the end of, or at least for the most part, like fully formed, very, at least a lot more fleshed out than the original cut did. Mm. You know, with the Flash, they, especially Cyborg, they fleshed him out, I think, the oh, most from, Cyborg. from Justice League to the Snyder cut. I think he got the most like love and care put back into his character. But well, he was a very stripped down character in the Joss Whedon Justice League. Yeah. Very stripped down. Didn't really care about him as much. Uh, and now you even understand. Same thing with Flash. Flash was super annoying. So, but so yeah, I remember just walk, we walked out of the theater to, I think, we, yeah, we saw this together of 2017 Justice League. I just remember both of us thinking, like, wow, that was garbage. I was like, that was just hot garbage. Yeah, Connor's with us too. Didn't even break 100 million that opening weekend. Yeah, because everybody's like super excited. Everybody packs into the theaters. And then I feel like everybody who exits the theater is like, please just leave. It's terrible. Just leave. Yeah. Didn't crack a hundred. But yeah, and I thought Aquaman was fine overall. I know you hated it. I fucking yeah, hate that movie. Yeah, so. I think we're both are on the same page as far as Wonder Woman 1984. So this universe has been very hit and miss. And so yeah, I mean you've heard all these years, like, yeah, I've released the Schneider Cut, at least Schneider Cut, and I've been like, Yeah, probably won't ever happen. But yeah, when they announced it last year, like, yes, this is happening. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I didn't get excited, but I was like, okay, well, let's, I mean, I thought just thought it was cool that the studio was like, we're going to give you full creative rights. Here's a budget to work with. And it's not like, yeah, when that announcement, like, I'm like, oh shit, they're actually doing it. Well, that's cool. But in my head, I'm like, well, it's because he already shot most of the stuff. So he's just going to rearrange the movie. And then that you go into it and they're like, no, no, no. They're like doing reshoots. They're um character redesigns like character Steppenwolf. redesigns they're redoing slash doing new cgi mm-hmm. you know and at that point i'm like whoa and i remember even like reading like a snippet that people were like yeah like people were estimating that the new snyder cut cost uh warner brothers an additional 40 million dollars uh, yeah i heard and, anywhere from 40 to 70 well they're i well people were speculating around 40 and then the, one of the like heads of the studio came out in a press interview and was like, I wish it was only $40 million. <laughs> so it was definitely upwards of $40 million. Well, I would say, I would say well worth it. So, but so I, you know, I knew it was coming like, well, we're definitely going to watch it. So I'm going to do some recapping. So I, yeah, I watched Man of Steel and BVS. And I got to say, I, I talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I like BVS a lot more the second time around, especially just that last hour is really solid. And yeah, I watched the entire three hour cut start to finish. <laughs> Yeah. And then I watched the Joss Whedon Justice League. Still a crappy movie. I mean, I was building, I remember building a Lego set while watching it. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I'm going to sit through this again, I'm at least going to do something fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I built the Weasley house, which was an awesome house to build. Right. So, and I, needless okay. to say, though, when BBS ended, I was actually like, you know what? I'm actually looking forward to Zack Snyder Justice League now. I was liking Ben Affleck's Batman a lot more. I mean, I really do like his Batman. I still do. Like, I never was against his Batman. Yeah. I thought it was I, cool, especially because in Batman versus Superman, you get, like, some hardcore Batman fight scenes mm-hmm. that I, you never saw in another Batman movie. Like, the Christopher Nolan movies, like, yeah, it's he beats the crap out of some guys, but it's not like how he just fucking rips them to shreds like throws boxes smashes stuff over their heads like it is brutal like he does some good brawling yeah 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 i mean especially uh, i like especially with the the casting has been fine um i know a lot of people are kind of 
Ezra Miller is kind of, eh, maybe the flash guy, but otherwise everybody else from Gal Gadot to Ben Affleck to Henry Cavill to uh, Jason Momoa. Great casting in my book. Yeah. I mean, I still like, well, Jason Momoa, I still think is a great, like it's a great casting for Aquaman, I guess. But then they like, I still don't like how he, he's less of a bro in the Snyder cut for sure, but he still feels like a total bro. Kind of bro yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Um, what was I going to say, though? So needless to say, though, looking forward to it. Sat down last night, watched it start to finish all in one sitting. I mean, took a couple pause breaks, which is kind of cool. They put this in chapters. I like that because then you could pause and go take a quick potty break. But yeah, yeah I watched it last night. And I got to say, overall, very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I, I mean... enjoyed myself. I had a good time. It didn't feel like four hours, which was nice. Still felt longish, like a good three-hour movie, but it, uh, yeah, it didn't feel like four hours to me. Yeah, so I kind of did the same recap that you did, where you know I didn't watch Suicide Squad or you know the Wonder Woman origin, like Wonder Woman, just because I'm like, well, that's her backstory, you know, and it doesn't really like I already know it, so I don't really need to watch. I just watched. Man of Steel, which again, like, yeah, I totally forgot that the first 20 minutes is just Krypton, like, set up. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking sweet. Like, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm i glad um, I still like Man of Steel as much as I remember liking it. Because you know, I'm just really glad. Because I still think I had a great time with that. And I still think it's a pretty good Superman movie. Um, Batman vs Superman, still don't really like that one that much. You know, but... You know, it's just trying to get like all their things that lead directly into Justice League, you know. And I did watch the Josh Whedon Justice League because I'm like, okay, I have to, because I hadn't seen it since we saw it three years ago or four years ago almost. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch it to recap because I want to kind of see what the difference is. There's a lot of differences. There's a lot of differences, some subtle, some not very subtle, and some like huge differences. Um, obviously there's two extra hours of content. Like literally 50% of it is brand new. <laughs> yeah. Well, and but they even there's stuff in the uh Joss Whedon Justice League that doesn't even make it into the four-hour cut of the Zack Snyder. So did Zack Snyder originally he shot all of this footage? Did he originally want a four-hour long movie, or was it gonna be like a part one, part two? The it was originally around four hours, and he was trying to get it released in two parts. Okay, so the, but then he, he stepped aside because of family tragedy and Warner Brothers wanted to get the project out there. So they hired Joss Whedon and I guess probably studio overheads are just like, nah, forget this two-part thing. Forget a four-hour movie. Just cram the story into two hours and that's what Joss Whedon had to sit back and do. Yeah, and I mean, as far as like DC goes, like, yeah, who like we don't know if the studio straight up told him like, this needs to be just a two-hour but even still, like it doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah, you maybe I get you don't want a four-hour movie, but like two-hour movies, like a two and a half hour like superhero film is pretty standard. So I'm yeah, surprised. It, 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 it was... feels like a lot of studio overhead in this kind of, in the 2017 version. Right. They're just know, trying I, to get the product out there. It's definitely it was campier. You had um one thing you, you don't see at all in this new cut is the uh, family. Was it the Russian family? running from yeah. the stuff you don't see that at all that's all i totally gone. forgot about that aspect of justice league and i'm just like yeah this is weird like why is this here it felt like, out of place that. like we don't even care about these people 
and we're not going to get time to get to know them to even care about them exactly so, so taking them out all together just made sense to me just making an abandoned town like i think what's the story it's supposed to be like a town where a nuclear reactor exploded so just everybody's gone it's just an abandoned town yeah and that makes sense because when i was watching the original and you know you do cuts to the family i was just like okay so yeah they're the only ones we're showing because i don't we don't need them much less anybody else is that all josh whedon cuts or shot stuff that's the thing i don't know and some of like the stuff that was even in like Zack snyder's like version of justice league i think he cut some of his own stuff in the snyder cut as well because you know like i was watching some people talk about like you know like people remember that like when Josh Whedon, or not Josh Whedon, when Snyder was still in the process of actually filming before like he had to leave for the because of his family issues. But some of the jokes that you got in original Justice League were in like the original trailer when Zack Snyder was still helming the project. Mm-hmm. But I heard some people talk about like, well, like, yeah, it's one thing to have like a few little quips in there, like here and there, like, yeah, totally fine. Like, even if these characters are more dark, like, it still makes sense. But the fact that, like, you know, part of the reason why, one of the reasons why Justice League sucks so much is the character interactions is so cringy sometimes with all those weird one-liners, especially Mm -hmm. for Batman. Trying to, like, lighten the mood, even though it's a dark film. What does Batman say to Aquaman? He actually said, it was kind of funny, like, I'm not the one that brought a pitchfork to a fight or something like that. (laughs) I don't remember. That didn't make the Snyder Cut. What I've heard that... um, Nothing that Josh Whedon shot was in the Snyder cut, so whatever he shot didn't make the cut at all. I mean, some stuff. I mean, you you see scenes right at the hand. You don't have that cheese ball, uh, kids recording with their iPhone, Superman. Yeah. No that's mustache. when he, that's when you can really see the taken off CGI mustache. Looks like he had bad Botox. Yeah, you really notice it in that. Um, there's no rooftop battle sequence between Batman and what are, what are those flying things called? The parademons. Yeah, there's nothing like there's nothing with rooftop scene where one gets splat on the wall and like boxes in the blood. What does this mean? Right, and then also when he meets Aquaman, he looks over and there's three boxes. He's just like, "What are those?" You know, they took out those weirdly convenient plot devices. Like, we don't need those. Like, what are you doing? Um, I feel like that was Josh Whedon stuff just to move the plot forward in two hours. But probably i mean that i mean i guess yeah makes sense i guess but there's still also better ways to do that in a two-hour movie oh way better ways <laughs> but um yeah so i just like still can't believe i actually just watched something that people have been trying to get out for hey I, you know i said good for them i mean it or good for the studio for listening i guess good for the studio for listening to what fans wanted Good for Zack Snyder to be able to get a second shot. It's something that he probably never thought would happen. Well, mm-hmm. him and his wife, because she was also like, what, the producer or producer. the editor? Producer on the movie, and they both left. Um, you know, but I think she was she produced, and I she might have helped edit the Snyder Cut. But... Um, I can look it up real quick here. But, you know, like, good for them. And then obviously, like, in you know, COVID times, like, hey, you, not a lot of new stuff coming out, but hey, you're getting more people to do CGI from home, like giving them like things to do, work, you know? All, overall, like, I don't think any way you can shake this besides like maybe people like sending death threats to Josh Whedon or something is <laughs> like a total win. 
you it know actually happen death threats oh i'm sure it happens for every little fucking thing angry yeah. nerds can be angry nerds let's see produced by i'm looking it up here deborah snyder yeah producer produced by uh editing i'm saying she was involved in that film editing no nah, i don't see her name there okay so just produced but still you know and no matter how you shake this even if you didn't like the snyder cut no matter what this is an absolute win because one People made their voices heard. They're like, this sucks. I mean, yeah, like rewatching it, it's very clunky from start to finish because it's very uneven, like totally uneven. The 2017? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if nothing else, like watching the Snyder Cut, it's obviously a, a single singular vision. Yeah. The tone is consistent all the way through. It's just, it's darker. The story is just better overall just especially the character development better i mean cyborg how much was he cut down in that first one he has such a such a better presence in this new version the scenes between him and his dad i thought were great um what's his name barry allen was so much more likable in this one than he was in the last one he still has you know some moments but he had just so much more likable uh, tripping over himself every second some great sequences with the flash when he's tripping off I was like, Wait, I'm like I just like how they made sure that the Flash wasn't tripping over himself all the time. Kind of takes yeah. away from the coolness of the Flash. He's literally fucking tripping over himself a lot. Yeah, well, I remember he did that once still, doesn't he? After he gives Diana back her sword. Maybe. Doesn't he trip yeah. once or twice? I don't know. That happens in the original cut. I don't remember if that happens. But just know. there's just so many just better things about it. Um yeah, I'm just trying to think of some of the likes. I mean, just the extended scene at the Am- with the Amazon women. Oh, well, well, hey, before we get into that, I have a couple more things before we kind of like get into like, well, yeah. But um, one of the things I wanted to say is just like, you know, I still would be remiss if I didn't say this. Like, yes, four-hour movie helped flesh out all these characters. But it's also because we introduced, what, three new characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know? And because I forgot, I kind of forgot that Aquaman hadn't come out yet. So it's Aquaman, The Flash, and um, Cyborg. But it also still just points out just like one of the biggest missteps. And, you know, no matter how long the movie is, it can't fully fix the biggest mistake the DC movies made is like not giving these characters their own movie before they did a team up like we needed a four-hour cut just to make sure all of these characters got at least like well they they get pretty well fleshed out by the end but you needed a four-hour movie to make that happen essentially i think since cyborg is dead and everything was so involved in the plot that they were fine in this but yeah aquaman beforehand would have been nice we got one room beforehand um yeah would have been cool to see a ben affleck batman solo film first yeah i mean like i could i would have been okay with if like that's how they introduced batman was if they changed the tweak the plot of like man of steel like i don't know like i guess he is kind of like hunting down superman but if there is more to that was more like a little bit batman focused since we already got the superman well, solo i think film. i think we needed um superman solo which we got with man of steel batman solo then bvs and maybe that's where you do introduce 
um, Diana. But then we get Wonder Woman like we did, get her backstory. Then we get an Aquaman and then a Flash. And then they all team up and we introduce Cyborg. Yeah, see, like introducing a new character in a team up movie seems totally fine. You know, but right, like I would. But three? Yeah. Exactly. So I need four hours. A longer, you definitely need longer than two hours to flesh out all these characters. And like I said, like I really like the change they made to the Flash. Like the Flash was subtle, well, subtly changed in like his characterization. Like they make him like less of just like a bumbling kind of like idiot loser. Yeah. You know, they give him that fun little sequence of him saving Iris. Mm-hmm. which you know is obviously like in the flash universe like iris west is like what iris west is to barry allen what lois lane is to clark kent oh really okay yeah, yeah that's the girl that he saves uh, okay i mean that was a cool sequence but i didn't know anything about her as far as like what her connection was to anything yeah, I thought that's she was like his big love interest random stranger okay well that was cool so, but like to give him that like scene like is great but also it kind of like the flip coin to that was when it came for them to like rescue those hostages i was a little bit disappointed when they took out the uh the scene where batman's like just save one person and then you'll know what to do i thought that was in justice league i thought that was a good flash moment yeah i I don't know i think the way it it came about was fine i I noticed that part missing it makes more sense just because you know we already saw barry allen save somebody like he's not like I don't he doesn't clamp up in the face of danger. Like he's so fast he just does it. Like we've already seen him save people at that point. So it wouldn't make much sense if he's like, I don't know if I can save people. Like we just saw you right, save right. somebody. From exactly. The that would have been like you we just saw you save someone from getting hit by a truck. Exactly. We but, know you we know you have this, Barry. Come on. But yeah, okay. So I kind of wanted to say that like it is still a shame that we need a four hour mo- cut of a movie to flesh out all these characters just because they weren't necessarily properly introduced. But overall, it doesn't really take away from the Snyder Cut at all. Uh, But okay, so now we can get into it because, okay, the first sequence with the Amazonians, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, well, I was unsure. But in this first, like, what, 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, I'm fucking in it. And like, I, because one, the Steppenwolf redesign very cool so much better yes so much better his i i don't know if they changed the voice actor but he does not sound the same he doesn't talk in the same way yeah i'd have to look it up but he sounds more menacing he just has a better character design altogether he's got better motivation in this version yeah they give him motivation they flesh out his character too which i didn't think they would do but and he's here to fuck shit up like he I wouldn't say he necessarily fucked around in the first one, but it also, he, you know, progressed his plot really quickly in the Mm -hmm. original cut. But to see his new redesign, I wasn't sure when I saw screenshots of it, but in action, I'm like, dude, that armor is sweet. The functionality that they made it do, like when the Amazons are hitting him with arrows and they just get stuck in him, but he keeps chugging along. Then he just kind of flexes his armor and then just breaks off all the arrows inside of him. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like Connor pointed this out. He's like, this guy feels way more primal. You know, he's got an axe, but he's fucking throwing horses. Like, fuck it. That that was so badass. Like when he's just like attacking the Amazons and just throwing the horses, knocking them off, like smashing people against the wall. Like he- Yeah, the part where he picked up a horse from from its belly and just tossed it. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that and we were just like, 
all of us were like, oh, shit. But to the flip side of that, I think one of the, the best thing about this movie is that the action, while still obviously like superhero scoped action, it felt a lot more like, not necessarily grounded, but everything had a lot more weight to it. Like even in the opening scene, like Steppenwolf has a completely different presence. Like again, they kind of make him more primal. Um, but the Amazonians, like in the original, just kind of get fucked up and just like with no chance. But in this cut, they're just like, no, we like the Amazons are still a force to be reckoned with. Like they put up a lot better fight. They actually feel as powerful as they're supposed to be, I guess. Still can't you believe know? the shot of their temple falling into the ground or into the ocean i that was crazy because i mean like in the original like i said like going back it's just like yeah it's just kind of assumed that everybody who was behind the wall when they close it is dead and but in this one like yeah like they close the wall down with people still inside and then the whole temple just falls into the ocean I'm like oh now they're all guaranteed dead yeah that, that was crazy that that really caught me off guard. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know. That's when you're just like, oh, this movie's not fucking around. Yeah. Great sequence, though. With, yeah, him fighting them, getting the box. Uh, there's such good stuff. And they kind of explain more of what the torch that they're about to you know, light is all about. We get a little more explanation of that. Which, like, I should say it's like, overall like anything that they did with the amazons i loved like because the way they depicted them in this movie i thought was great what, like, what i love too is the the score that every time you had amazons on screen it kind of had a gladiator feel to it ew, yes it was bad ass and yeah i i did like how they made like instead of like oh well we're gonna shoot this arrow which not like it's there was a lot this is one of those more subtle changes like it doesn't sound like a big deal but making like an intense ceremony like after all this happened making a ceremony like they bring out like what four people bring out this huge box and they pull a bow and then they pull out the giant arrow because in the original it looks like just you know like a regular like wooden arrow Mm -hmm. but then when you see them hold it you're like oh shit that is like something that could kill a fucking dragon yeah like it just makes it have so it, much. It was more just cool. I mean, just the visual visual of them bringing it out in a big box, like a almost like like a casket, was just yeah. So it's cool. more like uh, we don't use these like lightly. Like this is a deal. Like this is huge. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then I guess going from the Amazons, like the Wonder Woman intro, was way better than the one in the original, and also it just kind of. Just bank. goes to show, like, this movie came and they're not fucking around because when those, like, terrorists, like, those bombers are trying to, like, blow up four city blocks with all those kids and themselves inside, you know, in the in the original, like, the, like, the fight scene was a little bit more drawn out. Like, she kind of, like, takes them out more slowly. In this one, she just takes out every other stooge almost instantly. She just goes in. I'm like, she's fucking Wonder Woman. She's supposed to be just as fast as Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, or close to and so to see her just like not mess around just like literally just take out those guys and even the added benefit of instead of just throwing the box up and it exploding even though an explosion was supposed to like decimate four city blocks 
So in this one, she jumps through and then throws it even farther up, which makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of weird little changes that when you, when I, if I told that to somebody who had never watched either, they'd be like, okay, who fucking cares? But it's those little differences when you're watching it that just make everything more coherent and just. Well, I remember, and I remember seeing her throw a guy against the wall and his blood from his head splatting. His head just explodes. That was awesome. And I'm like, I kind of forget because like Wonder Woman's a-okay with killing. That she's a warrior grown in warrior culture. I always forget that she just like doesn't care about letting people live. <laughs> I do like the joke. You think she dates the younger guys? She's, like, she's five thousand years old. We're all younger guys to her. <laughs> There's something along those lines. I thought that was funny. Yeah, but that I mean. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Then I guess, like, then I, just looking at the next thing I wrote down was like that Barry Allen rescue scene. I really loved. Laughed my ass off with mid rescue, like when everything's going in like slow mo. He takes a hot dog and he puts it in his bag. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it's a loose hot dog. And we're just like, well, he's got to have a snack. He burns calories really fast. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I just grabbed him. It's like, oh, yeah, did I get the job? Uh, oh, see, I, I bring a meat snack to feed to the dogs every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, Barry Allen is a jokester. Like, he's the funny guy, so he can make these jokes. That's good. He's just not well, as awkward. And I, I do love the uh, just all the interactions with uh, Cyborg and his father, you know, Victor. Yeah, that which is a lot more to like the animated TV shows and like comics. Like he has a tentative relationship because essentially his dad, I mean, like they show in the movie now, like his dad always works on his like breakthrough research and never goes to his football games. Just doesn't really care about his son's life is really only there to like discipline him. If his grades start, start, uh, start slipping or something right. like that. But just, uh, and he essentially only ever gives Victor the time of day when he become when he becomes like his new science experiment sort of deal. So I didn't I didn't recognize his dad till later, but his dad is the same gentleman that plays the uh, scientist in Terminator Two: Judgment Day. No way. Who develops? Yeah, who develops the Skynet technology? So once okay. again, to save mankind, he sacrifices himself. About time. <laughs> But no, I, I yeah, love same that. same guy though. <laughs> That's really awesome. But I really like I said, like Cyborg is like the one that got the most tender love and care in this movie because they cut him down so much that like he's just like, I'm just fucking depressed in Justice League. And that's all you really get. You know, he comes around a little bit, but he's just kind of like the dark, brooding character. But then this one, you're just like, Yeah, well, you know, six months ago he was a normal teenager car crash show the hospital scene where his arm is just not there that was fucking brutal i did not expect to see that yeah hearing you know having the nurse tell tell his dad that his wife has passed and his son's on his way to passing i mean that was just that was nuts <laughs> good stuff to have in there though kind of just helps us you know connect with the character a little bit yeah i mean like in my notes i literally just wrote down like they made cyborg a real character instead of just the doom and gloom Real, real quick, real quick. I'm going to grab another beer and just finish. But they're all downstairs, so I'll be right back. I will try to be like the Flash. All right, run, Jordan. Run. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll go at speed of light, which we'll get into later. 
<laughs> and I'm back. Now wow, that was boss. Stormbreaker Harmonica Solo Hazy IPA. Jordan Stormbreaker, that's Marvel. We're talking DC. True, true. All right. All right. So, where were we? In continuing on, I'm just going through some notes. Uh, oh, yeah. We haven't even mentioned that we actually get to see a even more new character because we got actual footage of Darkseid. Yes. Like, in, I do like that, that instead of Steppenwolf being the one who tried to take Earth and failed originally when like the Greenland, you know, when the Amazons, the Atlanteans and the, uh, the humans all got together to fight back, it was actually full on dark side. Destroyer of worlds. Kind of Emperor Palpatine with, and Steppenwolf is Darth Vader. Kind of. I don't know if that's a one-to-one, -one, but kind of. But love seeing dark side. I mean, like the, the dark side sequence was so cool. Cause yes, like, like a couple things that I liked out of that, especially was like, you know, I, you saw a green lantern in the original cut, but like in this one, you get like an even better shot of dark side, literally fucking killing one. And just like, and then immediately just like, you see the ring, like slide off the green lantern's finger and just take off, yeah, which I still cool. love. Um, I mean, you have all that. And even in the flashbacks, which something I was really excited to see was his Omega beams, which are essentially like kind of his version of like uh, Superman's heat vision, but they don't go straight. They go in like weird zigzaggy lines. And you saw that in like a clip. Well, I think she's telling that backstory. She's telling the story. Yeah. But so I was really excited to see that. But just like the dark side stuff I thought was amazing. Like, and it also just makes it even more like, man, like, Warner Brothers has to let him do more at, at this point. I'm like, yeah, I'm so where do you think it's going to happen now? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I, as far well, as Snyder like, well, there... goes, I almost think the Snyder verse is still over. Cause I mean, you're only, unless you can have the same actors again, I don't see them doing any more of these. Look, the only, at that, at this point, the biggest tragedy of this, like him being like, yo, this is it. But it, after like the huge reception that I'm like, well, I didn't think the Snyder cut was even going to ever come out. And it's here four years later. Like it, it got here. And people seem positive yeah. about it. Everything I'm seeing, people are positive. Yeah. Like I, I've seen like a little gripes here and there, which is fine. Like I have a few little gripes with it myself, but overall, like it, it fixed justice league. And to the point where I'm just like, after justice league, I'm like, I never want to watch a DC movie again. You know, and after Aquaman, I'm like, I definitely don't want to watch one of these ones again. You know, and then the Batman, the new Batman trailer came out. I'm like, okay, I'll watch this one. <laughs> okay, I'll watch but, this. But like, for the most part, I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking jacked about these movies. But after watching, I'm like, fuck, now I do want more. Now I'm like, what What else could he do? I, I don't know. I don't want to see Zack Snyder. I don't necessarily want this to be the Zack Snyder verse, even though it's kind of become that. I don't know. Again, I, mean, I go back and forth because... At this point, the this movie most... was awesome, but again, like I thought, WW84 was a total stinker. I did not like that at all. Still, no explanation to why was her sword and shield gone, but now she's got it back in the future. I don't know. I know, I know. Ugh. But oh, one thing. 
Yeah, like if, if nothing else, I think the biggest tragedy and like we're not, oh, man, I don't want to talk about the end scene just yet. I don't want to talk about any of the end just yet. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of some other stuff. Um, look at my oh, notes. Oh, I got here. more. I I think I've got more at least. Let's see. So far as just stuff I liked, I talked. we talked about the extended scene in the Amazon. Steppenwolf just being a better fleshed out character altogether. Same with Cyborg, same with Flash. Um, action scenes, yeah, I wrote down just cool action scenes. I mean, I, I really did think the action scenes were way better fleshed out than they were in the Joss Whedon cut. And again, I'm going to mention again, everything, it felt like it was weighty. It wasn't felt like these are just like paper people falling to Steppenwolf. And let's talk about that be- that re- new beginning scene. What so they show the end of uh, BVS and Superman getting killed and his scream echoing. I thought that was very interesting. And that's what activated the uh, that's what activated the mother boxes. Yeah, which which I think so, it's a great way to tie it in. Which makes total sense to me. Yeah, because I mean they make a big deal like one like before we go. Without, I did like, and you know, I didn't think about this till somebody mentioned, but like, yeah, like at the, you know, in Batman versus Superman, starts with the ending of Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and then this Justice League movie starts with the ending of Batman versus Superman, which gives it that nice through line from point A to point B. Ties it all together very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. So that like kind of adds to like, yeah, just makes it feel like one huge, like epic journey, you know, but then yeah. When, when the Kryptonian dies and like his scream of anguish, like activates the mother boxes, like it adds credence to like, yeah, we need Superman because and they even, I guess they actually even like full on, like make that a point. I think Batman does just like the mother box is activated after Superman was dead because they they thought he was a threat to their success but after he died then they activated and called on to people you know so i thought that was a really interesting and a lot better way to tie it in like why these things are going now right instead of just because made total sense to me yeah i I like i I like that i'm trying to think anything else before we get to the resurrection of superman anything else we want to talk about before we get to that one this pissed me off in justice league and i mentioned it to uh, uh, when i was watching it in my little watch party Um, the justice league or the Zack snyder cut it was in both okay (laughs) is and i still hate this because ever since somebody points out to me i'm like yeah fuck you bruce wayne where you know by the end of Superman versus Batman, they're working together. You know, he, he respects Superman. He's friends with Superman. And Batman kind of knows everything. He monitors everyone. That's kind of like his whole thing. That's why he's so well-informed. That's how he can beat everyone, because he studies everything. He knows everything about everyone he's associated with, essentially. So you're still telling me that even in the Snyder Cut, Martha Kent still loses her house i was just joking we were joking at the end of justice league when i mentioned that and they're like well what the fuck yeah why would he let her go homeless and then before we started the the snyder cut we joked around we're just like oh yeah now we're gonna see her like going to the bank and telling her it's foreclosed on and shit but we weren't far from it because it literally makes a point of her having to leave the farm she's driving away with her fucking u-haul now Yeah, like I she mean, on loses the house and is moving out. So I'm like, Batman, what the fuck? Oh, well, does he know? 
I, I just uh, I just took it as he just didn't know. I don't know. I kind of like like I said, it's hard for me to say that because Batman usually knows everything about anybody he's associated with. Right. I, I still just took it as he just him like being partially responsible for. Well, who, I would have thought they would have had the house paid off by now too. Yeah, but I mean, it's a whole farm, so there's probably property taxes and stuff. That I don't know. I don't know. But I, I guess I just took it as he didn't know because when he found, as soon as he found out, it's like, oh, well, let's reverse this. Uh, I still just like wrote that. Di- I wrote my note after like, oh, Martha Kent still loses the house, and I just wrote, still, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, but then that brings you to the black Superman, or well, I, yeah, I guess I'm pretty much there in my notes. Is the resurrection of the Superman? Resurrection of Superman. We got to get him back. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, real and, quick, so Superman's gets killed. Scream activates the boxes. Right when that's happening, Eisen uh, Lex Luthor, as I say Eisenberg, Lex Luthor is uh you see Steppenwolf appearing right before him. How do you how do you explain that happening, him appearing right before him? Yeah, I don't know if that was well, it was Steppenwolf. But I don't know, like, isn't he still in the ship? He's still in the ship. So I don't know if that was more like he's come, like he was coming through like the ship's knowledge or something. Like I didn't take it as like Steppenwolf like literally appearing because every time Steppenwolf appears, well, oh shit, through the portal. But it could be like, like, um, like almost like hologram like communication. Hmm. So yeah, I didn't even think about that because I, I just thought like he was maybe coming through like the ship's intel, but I'm like, it also, he could have been talking just directly to Steppenwolf. But help me, help me Lex Luthor. You're my only hope. Yeah, I don't know because I just didn't consider that because at this point, Lex Luthor didn't seem to have like a wider knowledge or contacts, a way to contact like different worlds and stuff at that point. No, and still he still goes to the jail like we see at the end of BVS too, it looks like. Yeah. Arkham Asylum. You see how it said established in 1974? I didn't notice the established date. Which I read up. That is the first time we see Arkham Asylum appear in comic books, 1974. See, that's a great little little. What? Uh, yeah, what a great nugget. <laughs> and they even, well, they do mention, well, I guess that's till the end. But, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of to the resurrection of Superman in my notes. Yeah, let me see here. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about that. So, yeah, we got to get Superman back. And, you know, they, they, they don't know if it's for sure going to work or not. Or, like, we got to try something because we need him. Us together is strong, but we need some more. And why exactly. not? Who, who better than Superman? And the way they set it up in this one, way better. Like, in the original Justice League, they're like, we can't fight Steppenwolf. We have no shot. We need Superman to essentially take care of this. You know, in this one, like, they all actually had a definitive purpose. They didn't just feel like, we're just waiting for Superman to come and kick your ass. Mm -hmm. You know, which he eventually does, and it's awesome. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I I really love it, and I'm so glad they brought back the black uh, super suit. Like, So I guess that was what Schneider wanted, but then in the Whedon cut, they went back and CGI'd color into it. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Because, like, the black Agreed. one's, like, badass. Like, he resurrected from the dead. 
black Superman suit. I don't expect him to be in that like in the next movie, but for this, hell yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's so cool. And it's like a nod to like the 90s when he was dark and edgy. They gave him a black suit for a while. I think that's when he had more of a mullet and a black suit. Mullet. <laughs> I mean, Superman's had like kind of a mullet for a while. That's just funny very 80s but uh so yeah they're they're gonna bring him back uh that whole sequence is great um i like that um when when uh cyborg is touching the box those visions that he gets yeah now do you think do you think that was something from the ship giving him those visions because here's a theory i have is they bring superman back and he kind of goes nuts for a little bit he's fighting them do you think it's because he saw the same thing Cyborg saw, therefore he thinks Lois is dead and that they killed her? Mm, oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Because he, he goes nuts for a little bit, but then as soon as he sees Lois is alive, everything's better. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that might be something. Once like again, that. not really flushed out in the weed and cut. But in this one, way more flushed out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I could see that. I mean, yeah, if he's having like almost the same nightmares as Batman and Cyborg saw them too. So yeah, like maybe. Like maybe that's the type of like nightmares. Well, well I, I think he got resurrected and immediately thought she's dead. And that's just angry Superman and was under right. the impression you guys killed her. Especially Batman. You killed her. At least being responsible for not saving her. Right. So that was just a theory I had. And I I don't know. What do you think? I, I think that might be no, on to something. I think that works. Like, I th- I, that makes kind sense. of explains why he went nuts for a little bit and was against them. Which yeah. I, I thought that was a total Josh Whedon sequence there. Him fighting all of them. But I guess that was in the Schneider original. I guess Zack Snyder originally shot that. But they did cut out a lot of those dumb one-liners in that scene. Oh, God, yes cut out the dumb one-liners something's definitely bleeding no bad um yeah what's up with like stuff's gotta have cheese lines in it batman should not be the one delivering the cheese you have a cheese factory that is flash right he like he's just like known for running his mouth because he talks super fast well and that that's the thing that i have with um marvel too it's like it's one thing for a couple characters like be given those lines but when you have everybody given the lines it's like come on yeah my whole thing with all these marvel movies is like line up your jokes best to worst take out the five worst and you got a better movie there you go i feel like with every single one of them i'm like just take out the five worst jokes and your movie gets that much better goes up a whole grade point when you get rid of the bad jokes it's true um trying to think I mean, Superman comes back, and then well, let's, I mean, let's talk. I thing... love Bruce Wayne's. Um, well, he's not in his mansion. We see his parents' old mansion, but he's not in it. He's on this like really nice lake house, like this bachelor pad lake house, and yeah. his back cave is below the lake. I really like that setup. I do like that too. That is pretty cool. That's a sweet setup. Oh, and you see, get more of Jeremy Irons' Alfred, which I really like him as Alfred in this. I know. Now they gave Alfred like. Alfred still had some good quips and Alfred gets to get, get the good quips. Like I just, I, I did like that. 
Like, although his jokes are very sharp. Yeah. Mostly pointed at Batman. That, that stuff is cool. But yes, yeah, so we got the team together. I, there's just some, some good good moments for sure. Um, and we haven't even talked about like about, a, I don't know. I don't know when things showed up in this because it's all kind of a blur because I went straight from Justice League to Snyder Cut. I know. It's, and it's four hours. It's just, yeah. it's. I essentially watched six hours and it kind of just bled into each other a little bit but when you get martian manhunter kind of like introduced in the middle when he goes and talks to lois lane right so okay so martha that was not martha obviously who's the character met martian manhunter and is he good or bad i don't know anything about him i i know he's actually a good guy he's part of the justice league okay but why, you know, why would he all- talk, why would he need to go talk to lois I, I didn't really get that part. I was just more like, oh shit. Like, it's really weird. Like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, yeah, it's, that was a weird conversation you had with Lois. But maybe you know that Superman needs her. I don't know. But I'm just like, oh shit, Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of got swept up in that. Like, his like integration, like, it's cool, but it didn't necessarily make a lot of sense because he's like, oh, like, well, I mean, like towards the end, he's like, Batman, I'm here to help. I'm like, okay, but where were you when like Doomsday was attacking Superman when he died? Or where were you literally when we were fighting Steppenwolf? Right. You know, I, like you're obviously around, not established that you're around. Like the character that he turns into after he leaves Lois Lane's apartment is the Colonel from Man of Steel. So assuming, him. assuming that martian manhunter was that guy the entire time like then what the fuck were you doing this whole time (laughs) but again that's i feel like that's still a small gripe i was still pretty stoked to see martian manhunter i gotta say i like the ending sequence as far as like fight battle stuff goes i thought that was really cool like batman in his car stuff like just the whole sequence going up to the uh tower i guess if you will yeah good stuff there um uh what was gonna say that battle with steppenwolf at the end was just awesome i mean i love the part when uh he's about to take out cyborg and superman we finally see the return superman jumps in and what is he what's the line he says i think i wrote it down here oh he's like mm, he not hits impressed yeah hits his hits his shoulder at the axe and he's like not impressed and then, then he just ice breasts it and shatters his axe it's just like, ooh, yeah, from hell there, yeah. It's, just, it's on from there. But uh, his exit was awesome. Are we ready to talk that? We're in spoilers. So, you... Well, I can't remember. Does that happen before or after he succeeds the first time? He succeeds the first time. Yeah, because like I, we haven't even mentioned that. All right, again, so yeah, we'll, we'll get to that part. I, I'm gonna, We're going to talk about the Flash real quick again, because again, the Flash gets more to do. Gave him an actual purpose instead of rescuing this no-name family. No-name family is not there, so you're helping Batman infiltrate and kind of drawing fire and stuff. But when he's like busy healing, like what was it? Not Dark Side, but um, Steppenwolf actually activates all the cubes. Then the world just essentially starts being cleansed and like broken down for uh, an invasion. And Barry Allen sees this, he's just like, oh shit, I gotta run fast, I gotta break my rule because he doesn't want to reset time when he can avoid it, but if it's necessary, he'll do it. So he 
he actually fucking goes back in time. He says, punch it, Chewie. Light speed. Seriously, though, I'm just like, that is badass. I'm so glad they added that into the movie. Why the fuck? Even if you cut out a bunch of stuff, Josh Whedon, why the fuck would you not let the Flash go back in time? People, because he had to save kids. His, his, his cut. I know, but it's huge. Like it's such a huge thing that the character. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all either. I, I feel like I should have, but I'm like, holy shit, they failed, and then he goes back in time, and then they kind of like run it again. <sighs> so good, so good. That's yeah, okay. So cool now we can talk about Steppenwolf's departure, which, yes, Jordan, it was fucking awesome. First, he gets stabbed from Aquaman, then just punched across the room from Superman, and then Wonder Woman comes in with her sword and just beheads him. She decapitates him. I was not expecting that him to get was fucking amazing. So it. To captivate some edges going into the portal because Superman punches them into the portal. She takes his head off on his way in. He lands inside, head rolls over. The guy just steps on his head, his eyes go dark. Oh, such that was just amazing. Yeah, I just love that. Just like send a message, like, yeah, I will get Earth for you. The the planet that got away, Dark Side. I found it and I will get it for you. Literally, the portal opens and his head just fucking rolls inside. So like, great. Oh, I guess you're not gonna get it for me, dude. That was such such a better exit than Thanos, in my opinion. He's so much more badass, and the fact that he just like looks at him pissed off, no remorse, like he doesn't fucking care about this guy, and he just steps on his horn and just sh- breaks the other one off. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. So I guess like I I tried to bury the lead. At the beginning, but I fucking love this version of Justice League. Like it, at the very least, a thousand times better. Like I still think it's a, actually a good movie. Like it's coherent. You get way more characters. Again, the only drawback is we needed a four-hour cut to develop these characters since they weren't properly developed before. Yeah, everything is flushed out so much better in this. Exactly. And like the way, like the subtle changes to like the weight of the combat to like bigger changes where you just like add more scenes in that just kind of like develop the atmosphere of the movie, like with the Amazons being stronger, like being more ritualistic and like how they would warn mankind about like an incoming invasion. Like, real quick, what did the- you think of the 4 3 ratio? What was kind of up with that? Honestly, I, I didn't really notice it when I was watching it. I, like, know, I kind of noticed as soon as we started, I'm like, oh, that's right. I heard about this. And then I just kind of just sunk into the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't distract me and ruin the movie for me. I just thought it was kind of odd, odd choice. But I'm not really, I didn't really catch why they wanted to go with that. I know. Part of me is just like, oh, they're going real artisanal with the Snyder cut. And then I, the Amazon stuff happened. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shut my fucking mouth and just watch this movie. Yeah. I mean, it was, again, it wasn't distracting or anything. It didn't bother me. It was just, it was odd that they went that route, but whatever. That's cool. I hear there's going to be a black and white version of this eventually. I can see that. I'd watch I mean, that. I don't really need it, but... I'd watch it. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I guarantee you'll probably be a black and white version once they... like Noir. <laughs> yeah, whenever they put it out on... Which like, I still have not watched on the Blu-ray, the uh, Logan Noir version, which I should go watch that. Yeah. But honestly, like I did not, I guess to kind of like round it back because it sounds. Oh, what? Well, sorry, we haven't talked about the 
prologue or the epilogue. epilogue. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, so we yeah. defeat Steppenwolf. The world is saved, and yeah, there's an epilogue moment, which I I will say I like that final shot of them all on the top of the uh, not the tower, but the uh, smokestack. I don't know. Oh, like on the like the nuclear reactor smokestack. Yeah. Yeah, that I forget cool what they're shot. called. Cool, cool shot. But yes, good shot there. Then we go into the epilogue. And I did like how everything was divided into chapters. Again, it made for nice moments. Like, okay, here's here's a good spot to pause and go to the bathroom. Here's a good spot to pause and go grab another beer or slice of pizza. Yeah, because I, I had pizza and beer last night watching this. I'm like, I'm going to go all out and I'm going to enjoy myself watching this. Smart move. We literally just like, once we started it, nobody got, oh, wait, no, I got up to make another drink or two throughout the movie. But I was never outside of the room, so I couldn't be watching it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the epilogue happens. And I feel like if there is, like, if they let Zack Snyder only direct one more movie, for the love of God, can I get this movie that they kind of introduce? The whole apocalyptic stuff? Yeah, like, this felt like, so DC Comics has, like, this what they call Elseworld, which essentially like the line where they tell like alternate universe Mm -hmm. uh, stories. And also like there's an injustice universe, which felt like it feels like a mixture between those two, which essentially in the injustice universe suit or uh, Lois Lane dies. And that like kind of convinces Superman. It's like, fuck that. I'm not going to be, the big blue boy scout anymore and he murders the joker because he's the one that killed lois lane and then becomes like a tyrannical dictator for the entire earth like that's the injustice universe so technically not what we would be in since joker was in the 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 epilogue but so it definitely I, feels like more I heard of like completely that was one of the new sh- new things reshot completely yeah actually jared leto and ben affleck were not even ever in the same room together Oh, really? Shot separately and mixed together. All right. Yeah, makes sense. But I mean, just because they're like, they're like, yeah, this was kind of a nightmare. Because yeah, I'm, I'm glad Ben Affleck was willing to come back, though, because he's an awesome Batman. I'm really surprised because after, like, I mean, as far as like Ben Affleck goes, like, he's still a big name actor, you know, but I just imagine, like, if they asked him for extra shots, like, and be like, no, what did you see the Justice League movie? Everybody hates that movie. No. Yeah, and I wouldn't be able to fault him for that, but I'm glad he did because, like, yeah, that last scene where you have what? Uh, Cyborg, Batman, Joker, Mira, um, the Flash is there too, and Deathstroke. Yeah, him working with them. All just is very interesting crew here. I know. I'm just like, okay, like this feels like either elsewhere, like this feels like the Flashpoint paradox. It feels like but at first then, it was kind of like is this a dream sequence, but then it kept going and going and going. I'm like, God, maybe this is a future scene. Yeah, that's the thing. At the least, I always like I don't know if it's future, but I always you DC is like very does a lot of fun stuff with like their multiverse, you know. And the flash can travel between multiverses, As which obviously like rumored is, to see here. Which man, again, is that bring back Michael Keaton back? <laughs> I know. So I'm just like, for the love of God, like if they were like, hey man, you can make one more movie. What do you want to make? And I'm like, for the love of God, give me that full movie. 
yes. of whatever the hell you're going for, whether if it's like the Injustice or or Flashpoint, whatever. Also, I loved the Flash's apocalypse armor where he had that visor that just slides down over his eyes. You don't that even was cool. see his face. That was so cool. Oh, that, that whole scene was just amazing. I went back and watched it today. It was just so good. And another the thing is back I and just... forth dialogue between Joker and Batman. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Harley We're on the impression Harley Quinn is dead. And that... yeah, I like Batman's just like, you know, like Harley Quinn died in my arms and she asked me to fucking kill you. And I will someday. And I just love that. Oh, so good. I like Jared Leto's. I like, I don't, still not hugely sold on his Joker, but I liked his Joker better in this. Yeah, that looked more of like an unhinged Joker. And people say that that might be the Jason Todd Joker. Because Jason Todd's like the Robin that gets murdered, then turns into the Red Hood. But also, I guess in the comics, sometimes, or at least eventually, he turns into a Joker. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know. But yeah. But, but we're on the impression Lois is dead. Superman's working with the bad guys. Or Superman is like the lead. Like, I mean, well, you see, that, you see that ship in the air, though. Oh yeah, you do. Which, right? Which don't we see that in the uh, other sequences with the not Deathstroke with the Dark Side? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So he's kind of just becoming the new conqueror of Earth, um, which is pretty sweet. Like, yeah, like yeah, I want to watch that movie. I don't know if that's the future, if that's alternate timeline, but I don't care. That was a great. I want to watch that weird amalgamation because. Very From Mad like, Max feeling. And then, yes, then finally Bruce Wayne wakes up and you're like, okay, okay, okay. I know. Is hard part is I just want live action Deathstroke so bad. And like the the way he looks, especially like now that you got more in the epilogue, like I'm like, yes, Joe Mangione, Mangione, I always forget how to say his name, but he looks like a perfect Deathstroke for live action. Is that a Flash from uh, Spider-Man? Flash some Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The actor? Oh, yeah, it is. It is, actually. Like, oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he's in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, totally uh, but yeah, like, Spider-Man. I just want to watch this movie of just, like, this fucked-up apocalypse where Batman leads this ragtag group of rogues to, like, rise up and fight back against Superman. I mean, to have, uh, well, I can't, was it Mira, Myra on the team? Mira, yeah. Mira, that was awesome. Yeah, just like, just a total at random pick, but I'm like, oh, so, so he's, cool. he says just, he's announced, at least announced Justice League Part Two that he's supposed to be a part of. I don't know if that's the Snyder Cut or what, but you'd think it would say the Snyder Cut. I don't know. They had talked about him doing his own Deathstroke movie. So far, only he and Gal Gadot are the only ones listed. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, all right, guys, everybody fucking loves this. What if we just let Zack Snyder make three to four hour movies, huh? Quick side note, what is this Mighty Ducks Game Changers on Disney Plus? What the fuck is that? I think it's... They're remaking the Mighty Ducks? But it's got the original guy. Gordon Bombay, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, sorry. It's a quick side hey, of the we'll, we'll, We're almost there, Jordan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got distracted on IMDb. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, different franchise, still Disney, but, or I guess DC's not owned by Disney yet. Thank goodness. 
but yeah honestly like so i think that's it and so i guess now i can do the circling back around all the way like i buried the lead but i did i, I was against this movie kept saying multiple times that I'm like, I'm not convinced that this is going to make a really shitty movie good or even watchable. But after the four hour cut, I watched it. And I'm like, damn, that was way more than watchable. Like they tweaked a lot of things that I didn't think I, I initially, or I originally just thought it was just going to be like a recut up version of the original justly. Like there's no way to fix that. It'd just be a polished turd at that point. This was not like, this was a transformative piece from the from 2017 to the Snyder Cut, like they made a lot of big changes, made a lot of little changes, like added two hours worth of new content, and overall just goes from point A to point B in a very entertaining, engaging way. And honestly, like I I'm fucking sold. Like yeah, I'll tell everybody anybody asks, like yeah, watch it. You have to. Same same. Now if I degrade this out, I give this a solid A. It's not perfect, but I give it a solid A. I, I I feel like I just need to give it an A plus just because I was like in my head I'm like this is gonna be an F this is gonna be just it's gonna be an F just like Justice League or at the very best I mean, like a D but the fact that I went the Justice like, League oh. is definitely an F for me I walked out of that film thinking I, I never want to see this movie again and actually I probably never will because now that we have the Zack Snyder cut if I ever want to watch DC and recap on anything or whatever. I'm going to watch, even if it's twice as long, I'm watching Zack Snyder Cut. I'm not going to be watching no 2017 Justice League. Jordan, it's exactly like that meme that I sent you a while ago. Like the whiplash and just like Zack Snyder as the J.K. Simmons character. Just like, gosh, we're like, this is my justice. Like, I never want to see that fucking shit again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I thought it was great. I'm trying to think. Any other other things to add here? Um... I'm pretty much tapped out. I went through all of my notes and then some. Looking through my notes. Okay, I will say it almost, knowing the backstory, it almost brought tears to my eyes when everything ends and it goes to credits and the first thing you see is for Autumn. Oh, yeah. That made me, that almost brought a tear to my eye. That almost brought a tear to my eyes. Because I'm like, I forget that I'm the only one kind of plugged into this because I watched it with... uh, shiloh and connor and i literally i'm just like oh so the whole reason why he left justice leaves because his daughter died well i I didn't even know if that was her name or not but i just i'm like that has to be his daughter i mean you just knew when you saw like i didn't know his daughter's name either but as soon as that happened you just know yeah that was like oh touching moment i thought so as well i think i talked about all the things i want to talk about Solid A, uh, good job. You know, so especially good job, Warren Brothers, for letting this happen. You could have said no, not put up the money, but you did. But you did. You let him do it. You it good for uh, Zack Snyder. He gave up his uh, salary for this to uh, have creative control. I think it paid off. I didn't know that, but yeah, it's, he's of like, all the things like we'll let you do it, but we still want to boss you around back. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, he's like, if, yeah, you keep my salary. If I can just do whatever the hell I want, give you the movie that I envision. Damn. And I would like to, th- I mean, I don't know. I'm like, this is me, which is like kind of armchair psychologist, but territory almost. But I'm just like, it might, like, in my head, I'm like, I could see that being like very therapeutic, like the thing that you 
put a lot of time into you but you know left because of like you know your family tragedy but you get to go back because people actually want to see what you had in mind and you actually got to complete a vision that you probably never thought you were going to be able to do Mm -hmm. you know it's just crazy i i imagine that might have been at least a little bit therapeutic hopefully so good though or at least like especially seeing the huge response now they're like well they were demanding it for a while but you know it's been four years and just to see it just be like this is fucking awesome yeah and again this universe is still very hit and miss but at least we got man of steel wonder woman and Zack snyder's justice league yeah and hopefully we'll be able to add why still like shazam Oh yeah, I, I, keep, forget, I keep forgetting but, about Shazam. Yeah, hopefully, we'll be able to add the James Gunn uh, Suicide Squad to that. But will there be more? Will there be more? I don't know. But yes, and I, I guess I don't think of it as part of this universe. But yes, I am definitely looking forward to the James Gunn Suicide Squad. Can't yeah. wait for that. Same. Hopefully, you guys see that in theaters too. Yeah, I hope so. That's All supposed right. to be later in the summer, so it's a possibility. Well, shall we wrap it up here? Sounds like we're both pleased with the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. Well worth it. Worth the wait. Worth the four hours in my book. Yeah, watch it in two parts. Watch it all together. I don't care. Hey, watch again, like a miniseries. Bust it up into chapters. So just watch, watch it at your own pace. Exactly. All right. Well, Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore bruise. Let us know what you thought about the Snyder Cut. Loved it. Hate it. Don't think it's better than 2017 Justice League. I want to meet that person. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with that person. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, 2017, two-hour two version, way better. Who hurt you? Yeah, I'd love to have a conversation with that person. All right. Well, everybody, hey, thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. It helps the show grow. And if you want, leave us a five-star review just because. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. 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 Cheers.